Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're back, everyone. Sonique and I are both in our, our like fall hoodies season. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have it like tied. I have mine tied tightly around my head. I was on the phone yesterday, last night with my mom, and I had it on, and she was like, "Are you cold?" And I was like, "No." I you just... hear us tightening our our strings. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're we're in our what was it our um, what was it called? Our fall essence era. Yes, it's fall. We are fully fall. Like mm-hmm. it's what's today's let me tell you the temperature for today. Ooh. Um today's temperature um it's 56 right now. Okay. And it's going up to like 66. So it's like perfect ideal fall weather. Yes. You know I will go out today. It's going to be sunny too. I think I'm going to get out. I need to get some sun. Uh I wish I um Listen, I'm going to say it right now. I know Sneak's about to ask me how I'm doing. I'm doing fine. Um, China is not. China's on one right now on so many levels. The pollution is out of fucking control. I haven't been outside, like, out and about in, like, four days. I've gotten... It's been bad because I've gotten headaches. Pollution's been really bad. Um, There's also Mm. a big meeting going on. Uh, Like, a party meeting happens every year. And the president is going to announce his continuation of leadership, which is now going to be the longest term length in history for the People's Republic of China. And there's been, you know, just a few demonstrations in Beijing protesting it. And it's just, you know, (laughs) it's just a lot. And China's really doing the most. Yeah. So. Okay, stay safe, please. Oh, it's like, it's safe. Everything's safe. Like, okay. (laughs) But it's just, it's just the, um, I don't know. Sometimes, uh, you know, as a lot, for a lot of people, I'm the only person that they know in China. So anything China related, I get all of the DMs. Mm -hmm. I get all the emails from friends and family being like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And so... (laughs) I'm fine. It's just <laughs> all the drama happening in China. I feel like now I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm people's source for like information. And I'm like, girl, I don't know either. Like no one, no one informed me about anything. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not in the know. Okay. The pres the president didn't tell me. No. The president didn't tell me about his plans. And also China's just continuing on their bullshit that I just live with daily. And so it's just funny when like, Everyone else that's in my life is just suddenly aware of it again. It's like, yeah, welcome to my life. <laughs> uh, but Yeah, this is like your every day. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope things remain safe. And Thank you. And I do too. Not dangerous since you are, you are in Beijing. So it's like, yeah. you know. And if not, know. there ain't no f- real, whole lot of flights getting out of here anyway, so... <laughs> well, you know where the American embassy. You know where the American embassy is, right? I do. I okay. I do know. I That's remember that was the first matter. thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes, where the American anyone embassy who is. is travels abroad always know where your embassy is. Just mm-hmm. 
in case I, I'm speaking as a child of someone who who experienced war so yeah. it's just like I have that mentality of like you always need to know where the embassy is because you never know you got to get airlifted out <laughs> go to your embassy <laughs> you need help go to the embassy exactly <laughs> it was funny um <laughs> It's it's funny because that my 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 understanding of the embassy right before I moved to China um, the, for the first time I read uh, Guest of the Ayatollah which is a nonfiction book about the Iranian hostage crisis um, at the embassy <laughs> and I was like well this is what's gonna happen to me like somehow there's gonna be an as uprising as soon as I get there <laughs> as soon as I get to the embassy some shit's gonna pop off I'm like exactly Great. exactly. Um, and then I remember when COVID hit here, like a lot of us were trying to like get the fuck out of here. Um, and the embassy wasn't doing shit. (laughs) They're like, listen, you, you voluntarily came here. You got to do what you got to do. But also we recommend you not being in China. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) so yeah. They said you ain't got. They said you ain't gotta go home. You gotta get the fuck out of here, and we're exactly. not gonna help you. Yeah, we are already <laughs> on the plane out, but we'll we'll keep you updated by you know. Monthly I'm actually emails. texting you. I'm texting you from a private jet. <laughs> like uh, I don't even have to go on airplane mode on my jet. I just I can use my phone. Exactly. Exactly. That's how much rules don't apply to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, oh, I have made quite a few uh, embassy friends, so that's my that's my in at the embassy now. So I've learned my lesson. Perfect. I have connections now. Perfect. But yeah. yeah, now that we're going to Italy with this whole like fascist, you know, president mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like, um, I'm like, where you need to know where our consulates are. Every city we go to, I'm gonna yes, know. exactly. Actually, it's um, a fun fact: you can register with the State Department. Um, mm-hmm. Did you do that for Italy? No, but I probably will now that this situation's going down. I've never done it before just because I never gone to that extent because I've always gone to countries where I'm like, oh, okay, I think we'll be fine. But this is one time where I'm like, I don't you know. I, know. Listen, fascism here. scares me and I'm black and I'm like, <laughs> I I am not – I am not patriotic at all, but I mm-hmm. know if shit popped off in another country, that's when I'm becoming the most patriotic. I'll be Wave pushing kids flag. out of the way. I'm like, excuse me, Mary, excuse me. <laughs> that blue passport, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Elbowing Nona's out of the way. Like, you need to move. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. Gotta play and catch. <laughs> listen, it's all fun and games. I'm not, di- listen, I'm not dying at anybody else's conflict. That's my mm-hmm. one, my one rule in life mm-hmm. is I'm not gonna die at anybody else's fights. <laughs> it won't be nope, me. Nope. Not me, not I. <laughs> but other than your, you know, sure disdain for fascism, how are you doing, Sonique? Um, doing fine. Um, I am now. We're they were recording. We are exactly two weeks away from my wedding. Woo-woo. Yes, I am. I'm. The excitement's finally starting to set in. Before it was just pure dread and like yeah. stress. I'm still stressed, but like I'm more like. Like feeling like yay, like almost yeah. like you're you're like close to your birthday, and it's like ooh, it's coming, something yeah. gonna happen. So I'm feeling good. Planning has been going well. Um, a lot more people are coming than I thought. I think okay, we, that's popular. We, I don't know why. <laughs> I think everyone feels bad because my dad died. Um, <laughs> hey, look 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 who's the winner in this situation? It's you. People I think love that's you. What it, 
I yeah, because like we invited more people, like about 120 people, thinking like, oh, like 90 will come. Right. Like we did the math. That's what that's all the brides magazine, all of them told me. So I did that. <laughs> they and didn't our, put our in the count- outlier of father death into the equation. Right, and just like general lovability mm-hmm. of the bride. Um, <laughs> and now the guest, now the the RSVP list is at 111. So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Only nine people aren't going. <laughs> Damn. Look Which at isn't that. to say I, I don't want them to be there. I do. I'm very right. excited to have everyone come. But it's just like in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, like we, I anticipated this number. And now it's like, oh, like this, mm-hmm. I didn't think it'd be that many. So now it's like, you know, a slight adjustment. But I'm feeling excited. Um, yeah, I'm excited. This is like a cool thing that'll be happening. It's like a real um, life Evan, event. It is. Evan revealed to me that he's nervous. So I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I was like, why are you nervous? <laughs> um, yeah. So that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. It's Once again, it's still spooky season. So I'm just like in my element. Okay. What, what have been some of the things that you've been consuming so far, like in the past week for spooky season? Um, okay. Um, so last night I watched the, the new Candyman. I hadn't seen it. Okay. Yeah. I'd put it off for a while and I finally decided to watch it last night. Um, I thought it was interesting. It's a very interesting take on the Candyman lore. Um, I've been, uh, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Everything's kind of a blur right now. Um, well, I haven't watched this yet, but I'm planning on doing it. Um, I really love The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix and okay. I'm going to start a rewatch because I really just like I thought it was just like one of the like one of the better like supernatural horror TV shows. So I'm going to probably dig back into that and just like maybe okay. binge it tomorrow or something. Um, but yeah, there hasn't been too many things. I think I just like the general feeling of like. Like every night before I go to bed, I open like this Have Reddit. Something. I open like the no the no sleep sub subreddit. And I just read scary stories before bed. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I kind of. I also I've been trying to create my own spooky season playlist of movies, <laughs> like my own my own dose of it. You know, like a proper amount of like scary or like mm-hmm. kind of like you know something different. Um, but it's nice, kind of. There's something comforting about having like a theme to go off of like all season long you're kind of like mm-hmm. well what do i want to watch well it's like well i you know i should probably fall underneath this theme it's a little bit comforting yeah well also um i didn't do it this year i wanted to but this year has been um i typically like try to watch a horror movie every night during spooky season mm-hmm. this year's been harder just because i've had a lot to do so i haven't always had time to watch stuff after work yeah. But um, there are quite a few really great lists. Um, there's like Nightmare on Film Street is a good horror podcast. It talks about like horror movies and they let out a, like a list of like different. So they do horror movies and like Eagle will do one every night, but they'll choose like a different genre. So it'll be like a zombie movie or like the first time watch like something from the 70s and do something like that. So it kind of helps. It's like a fun guide. Mm-hmm. So like you can explore Maybe some okay. of some some subgenres that you've probably never seen before. So that's okay. fun. I'll probably do it next year though, because this yeah, year was it's busy. not possible, but a bit busy. But that's okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna queue up a bunch of horror movies. We're we're flying to Italy on Halloween. Yeah. I'm gonna like 
I think I'm gonna like, save. I'm gonna like download some. I'm just gonna watch scary movies. I think the whole flight. Yes, it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be great. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, but I have a shout out for us today. Um, yes. actually, about you, Miss Sonique. Wait, I have a question. Are Me? you taking Are you taking Evan's last name? Are you doing a, no. a what you call it a hyphen? I think I'm keeping it. So Sonique's mind I might has change like my, I might change perfect, my mind. I feel like you can have open. Wait, what's Evan's last name? Um, I don't want to say it. Oh right, right. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Like, don't it's not don't put his I'm government like, name out there. Yeah, I don't know if I should say it. Yeah, but it starts with a C. Okay. Okay. Well, I can ask you after after recording. I probably will forget. And I'll keep it in the mystery. Just so I don't, you know, have to have <laughs> in my brain. Um I just really like my name. It's alliterative. It's perfect. I might hyph I might hyphenate later. I haven't decided yet. Also the process of changing your name can be kind of annoying. So I just uh, <sighs> my attitude right now is I'm keeping my name. Yeah. I might change that opinion. Yeah. Love that for you. Um, our pot, our uh, our shout out for today is from Julia, who gives a compliment to you, saying, "Damn, Sonique, you have Emma's voice down to a T. It's scary." LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Julia. <laughs> I thought it was a terrible impression of Emma. Actually, but I thank think- you. I think it's like it's an accurate, like it's an actual accurate um, I've impression. Been, I've been working on my impressions. I, um, I've been I've been watching ahead. I know I broke my rule, but I I've been practicing Paige because Paige. I realized I never realized. That I think I was blinded for my my by love for her, but she has a very interesting way of like inflecting. Yeah, it was. Were we that talking about like, this the other week when she like used really old like jargon, like old fashioned jargon? Yeah, she's she's a very interesting way of speaking. I think that the the writers are pretty good at like getting the voices of each character down. She says she has a very specific way of speaking, the word she chooses, and also just the like her inflection is weird. Like I I never noticed. It. I was watching an episode recently, and I was like, and I kind of like I repeated what she said, and I was like, why did she say that like that? I never realized. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe there'll be some page in the near future. Thank okay. you, Julia. Okay. But that's all we've got this week. Oh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, love to hear from the lovely listeners. Be sure to hit us up on EWS Pod on Instagram and give us a bit of a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, please. Please. Okay. <laughs> um, are you ready to do the episode? I am. We'll be back after a quick break. This week, we're just doing a one-off. It is episode 17 of season five, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Synopsis. Marco is interested in the prospect of a new romance with Tim, but when Dylan comes back into his life, he realizes their relationship might not be over. Liberty is overcome with guilt over giving up her baby for adoption after finding out the family is moving away. 
shame on the uh, shame on Degrassi for giving this little tiny plot line to Liberty and her baby. <laughs> I know. I feel like that should have been an a an a story. I mean, like in I mean, it's a whole pregnancy. It's a whole pregnancy. Whole it's a lot. We as all of us. Let's see. This was two thousand six. So I think this was before or maybe just around the time of Teen Mom. But this is probably before Jamie Lynn Spears. I need to look up when she actually gave birth. But I'm wondering if like we just like weren't. I really think it fucking... was around this time because I would have. I think we were in high school. When like the Jamie Lynn Spears story came out, right? So maybe this was right before because Zoe One Hundred and One was still on. I know I started watching mm-hmm. Zoe One Hundred and One in middle school, so I, it, Wanting I think to go it is to this time. Pacific Coast Academy. Yo, I used to I used to love to do the two for. I would watch Zoe One Hundred and One and Unfabulous. Oh my, better than that. Oh my god, I'm having like yeah. flashbacks. Oh, Jake Bahari, Jake Bahari. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Uh, Yo, that shit used to be so good. <laughs> it like so fucking good. I remember thinking like I desperately wanted to go to Pacific Coast Academy and have one of those. Remember they didn't have um like real MacBooks. It was all like pear. The <laughs> the logo was a pear. Oh yeah, because they could they couldn't use an Apple. Yeah. Yeah. It Didn't was... they film that at like um like Pepperdine? Pepperdine. Pepperdine? Yes. Um, that was a big bragging point because Pepperdine <laughs> uh, famously uh, is associated with the – the church I grew up in has, like, three major universities. I went to one of them. Pepperdine is another one. But they've broken ties publicly. Um, <laughs> that's interesting. You know yeah. what I know Pepperdine University from? Uh, the guy the- from Lizzie McGuire. Yes, it's the only my only reference to Pepperdine <laughs> University is that Ethan Kraft went to Pepperdine University and played water polo. Exactly, exactly. Why do I know? That? <laughs> Why is that something? Why is that something that lives in my brain? Like, wh- like I don't or I cannot remember like my license plate number, but I can mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. that Ethan Kraft went to Pepperdine <laughs> University and played water polo. But not even his real name. Myself <laughs> in the forehead. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, it's an illness. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) oh god. Okay, I am mentally ill. So Um, Jamie Lynn was born in 1991, and she was pregnant at 16. So I can't do math. 2007. Okay, so it was right. Yeah, this is probably right. So she was like, she was like, (laughs) she was gonna dig down. She's she was getting like nutted in like this around this time. <laughs> Should have used protection. Let me stop. That's not that's not Jamie Lynn Spears, even though like, you know, we love Britney. I think mm-hmm. that Jamie Lynn Spears hot take um is a victim of abuse too. Yeah. And I think that enough people not enough people are talking about like we can agree that she's also probably a shit adult, but probably also a victim of abuse. In some manner. Um, and, it's kind of like how, it, like, when yeah. people are raised by narcissistic parents, and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, yeah, you maybe you aren't the black sheep, maybe you are the golden child, but you are still experiencing narcissistic abuse. Exactly. And it just, has a, it just looks different for you. But that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. And she was a teen star <clears throat> of Nickelodeon. 
Which I mean, hello. Did we all <laughs> listen to, listen to you or read Jeanette McCurdy's book? Because it's oh, I didn't know. Fucking um, Dan Schneider had all of his little sticky fingers in this show in Zoe 101. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I who knows mm-hmm. what happened to her? So mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. I'm not saying I'm a Jamie Lynn apologist, but I'm an empathizer. Yes. Um, yeah, but um, but still free Britney. She is freed. Love that for her. Anyway, um, cold open. <laughs> it is exam time. Why did I write exam times like I'm British? It's exam times. Like, it's exam time. And uh, Marco, Paige, Ellie, I don't know what that was about. It's okay. Marco, Paige, Ellie, and Alex are studying at the dot. Um, they're talking, you know, they're all freaking out. And Paige mentions Dylan and how he says, like, call it, if they think this is hard, college is going to be even, like, worse for them, right? Yeah. Marco is like, do not mention the demon child. Like, he's still... I'm like, okay, so obviously you're still in your fifis about Dylan because, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Um, okay, I think that when someone fucks you over, you're absolutely allowed to talk about them as much as you want to. But there's a distinction between, like, I'm over this person when I talk about them because they're a piece of shit and I'm definitely not over this person and I'm still talking about them because I'm obsessed and in love with them. And Marco's very uh-huh. clearly, like, in love with Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. It is so obvious. Like, you know, Marco be bringing Dylan up, like, when he's not even being, like, talked about. It's like... Marco, listen, Marco is probably going to the lengths <laughs> that he's hanging out with Paige at the house just waiting for Dylan to come around. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving break? Uh, I'm, I'm just going to hang out with you. My, my my house is too quiet. And then he's like, know? Dylan's coming? It's like, yeah, it's Thanksgiving. He comes <laughs> home. Like, why are you acting surprised? Like, yes. what are you doing? Marco's like hanging out at like the, a hockey rink. And he's like, Ugh can't believe he's here it's like <laughs> exactly. he literally plays hockey here every tuesday through friday two days mm-hmm. like you know this um, <laughs> it, 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 he knows this we know this and we know this because of how marco acts this episode he's like he's he's pretending he is trying to put on a good show that he is you know over it but it's giving it's giving any real world season or jersey shore where their two roommates break up and then the other one's trying to get someone else to make them jealous. It's like, we get it. Yes. We've seen this It's before. very, it's very obvious. Um, so um, we find out that Tim has been following Marco around like a lovesick love puppy. Um, he shows up and he like buys some coffee. Um, Tim is very sweet and very cute. But just then Dylan walks in and um, Marco basically tells him that he can't stay. And that Tim is his boyfriend. And then he dismisses him. So it's just like, okay, Marco is here to play. Marco is on his, like, his second season of The Real Housewives. Like, he's, oh. he's figured it out. He's figured out the formula. <laughs> Actually, no, third season. Because your second season sounds like it can be bad for you. The third yeah. season, he's figured it out. He's balanced he's like, out, here yeah. I, I'm here to play. Um, in our first full scene, it's um, the science exams. Um does this teacher look familiar to you? Yes. The like, dreadlocks? Uh, like from someone from my life or like a teacher? I've had, I don't know who he is. Like, I've seen his I, name before. I thought the exact <laughs> same thing. I think because we also had like, looked nothing like him, but we also had a tall, black, long dreadlock teacher at our school as well. So I was like, that could be, oh, that. Yeah. maybe I'm remembering him. He also looks like someone I, that could be in my family. He also... Loki, because the guy right. in Degrassi is larger, but remember that <laughs> um, that show out of the box. 
Oh my God. Yes. Yes. So long. Farewell to you, my friend. Remember that? that. Yes. (laughs) Damn. I used to love Out of the Box. Yo, Out of the Box is my shit. Forget Zoom. Out of the box, no, was the out of the shit. box is the best. Yeah. Yes, he does look like him. He looks like like if he were like um, a little darker and like larger. And, yeah, yeah. They have the same. Yeah, they, their faces are actually really. Maybe that's what I'm kind of like. In my head. I'm like he looks like someone he looks like so many different people. Of, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you know he'd be playing some um some bongos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. oh my god, I used to love that show, but um. I know that there's some listeners who are freaking who just I think we just unearthed something from their brains because there's a lot of people who are like our age and like you watch that shit. And also like show. how many other shows were like this? Like because there was Zoom, <laughs> there was uh, Fanny Doodly, we've got Out of the Box. Like there must be more. I mean, there's so many shows. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, like children's television in the 90s and the early aughts were like fire like they were good like it was like really good like i was learning so much like shit like i everything i learned today is from tv honestly (laughs) like i i didn't i don't think i i think i think i I gaslit myself to think that i read a lot maybe i didn't i think i was just watching tv and i was like oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. i watched wishbone i was like yeah i know i'm six (laughs) i know everything about animals now i'm a fucking naturalist b like i know everything about animals i've seen enough zoo books commercials I know what's <laughs> Okay. I watched the Wild Thornberries, bitch. I know what an eye is, bitch. Come on. <laughs> Come the fuck on, Magic School Box, bitch. Like, I know everything about the endocrine system. Don't fucking play with me, dude. Don't fucking I am, play I am with me. I am an actual licensed doctor. Like I am actually a PhD. Like, I know astrophysics. They went to fucking space. Like, I know everything. I don't even, I don't even fucking sit in class for this shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Liberty is helping Danny and Derek study. Um, I I just was I re- I spelled Derek's name like six different ways. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of options. A lot of ways to spell it. Um, there's she's helping them study. Um, Derek is a very good student and he thanks Liberty for helping them. And he asks if he can come over. And I'm like, does he have a crush on her? Him? Like, that's what like, I thought too. Can- get some pizza i'm like i don't want to eat pizza with you derek like what at first um, i was like does he just i was like okay so she got pregnant so now he knows that she has sex so like maybe he'll have <laughs> she'll have sex with him that's what i thought that Nothing reminds happened. me i just i just re- i watched i've mentioned this movie before i love persepolis it's one of my favorite movies ever the one where she's like put your titties in ice cold water and make them firm <laughs> i was about to say was it that one was it the titties in ice one <laughs> I don't I know the name. Movie. I remember Teddy's and Ice. <laughs> Teddy's and Ice. Teddy's and Ice. Um, yeah, there's a part in it where um, the woman who the the, the movie is about, um, she is go- she's playing on getting a divorce from her husband, and her friends are like, they're like, yeah, like you know, if you get divorced, everyone's gonna hit on you, like my cousin, because this is in, like um, post revolution Iran, so they're like. My cousin got divorced. Everyone hit on her because they knew that she would have sex with them because, like, she had had sex before. And she's, like, and desperate like, to find Everyone thought they husband. could get it. Right. So they were like, yeah, she's down to clown. Um, <laughs> sorry. God. I, I so that's what Triggered that in my <laughs> What did you say? It's Liberty. Yeah, it's like Liberty. Um, 
uh, it's Tehran, 1990. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. At lunch, Ellie is convinced that she failed. Um, Paige thinks that it's such like, you know, ladies, like, we need to go out. Like, there's this place called The Other Team. It's a gay bar. We can just, like, dance and have fun. It'll be it'll be great. Margo isn't sure about it because they have an English exam. But um, but they're like, okay, if he gives in. Mm-hmm. Um, he also isn't sure if he wants Tim to be she want, he wants to be Tim's first boyfriend. And I'm like, boy, you did this to yourself. Like, you, like, called Literally. him your boyfriend in front of everybody. And Tim was like, he was like, <laughs> like, he was excited. He's like, <laughs> dug his hair behind his ear. He's Literally. Like, <laughs> and also, He's like, like oh, it's shit. very, I mean... All of his friends, right? I wish they would call him out more on this, but like literally moments before he called Tim his boyfriend, he was they were like, Yeah, he's like you've never been on a date. He's just like kind of following you around. Like you need to like set this straight because he's kind of just like a pitiful person around you. And uh, it's <laughs> poor yeah. Tim. Poor Tim this episode. Poor Tim. Tim is, I, yeah, Tim is really like the ultimate victim in this entire story because he's just like, he's just like a nice boy who like likes Marco and he's just like cannon fodder at this point. It's like, it's not you. It's just that you came at the wrong time. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, he seems like a lovely person. Mm-hmm. Um, but Marco reminds them that Dylan broke his heart and that he's over him. Um, also, this was very difficult for me because there were way too many D names in this episode, Sorry. and I was like struggling writing these notes. Um, at home, Liberty's parents really wanted to talk to her, but she's like, um, I have a schedule. Like, didn't you see? I'm tutoring and then I study. Like, fuck off. But yeah. they're like, no, we have to talk. Um, it turns out that adopted parents called and they're moving to Seattle. They do have an open adoption, which I think is great and mm-hmm. ideal. But, um, you know, they do have a right to move because they, they do have a right over the child. Right. Liberty's angry as anyone would be. And, you know, so she, they're like, you know, do you want to say goodbye to him? And she's like, I said goodbye when I gave him up. And she, like, walks away. And the poor thing is struggling. And I'm like, I don't know. Liberty's parents are too wealthy and, like, educated to not have her in therapy. Yeah, very much so. It's, which is, again, I wish that this was more of a storyline but um yeah they yeah i'm even surprised that they didn't even just allude to it because i feel like they like degrassi does this a lot of storylines of like like i'm i'm seeing talking to a counselor i'm talking to so-and-so at school the counselor lady or you know i'm I'm getting therapy they like will even drop that even if they don't go into it very like deeply and i'm surprised that that wasn't a moment and also because they're so fucking rich they know the mayor they know therapists too. Yeah, they know the mayor. Like they're definitely like definitely have money and also they have they have the access and I think they have like the the education to understand right. like she needs therapy probably. Like that's a really traumatic experience for any woman to go through, mm-hmm. let alone a teenager. Like that's big. Like, you know, and I yeah, I wish we had gotten like an episode more dedicated to liberty and just like the after effects of, you know, being a teen be, being pregnant and then giving her baby up yeah but this is what we're gonna this is what we get um so the gang is standing in line at the club and tim shows up um i was confused by this so i know that in canada you can drink it when you're 18 so Mm -hmm. i'm guessing they're probably all 18 at this point they are seniors but i thought tim was younger is it an all ages gay club fucking lame good question um yeah tim is definitely younger because he mentions that 
you know, he can go visit Marco at college when he's in it, still at Degrassi. I'm wondering, right? Canadian listeners, let us know because um, we have obviously 18 and over clubs, but you have to be 21 to drink. And I wonder if there's maybe like a like you maybe get like a black X on your hand when you're like 16, but you have to be 18 to drink. You know, something like that. I wonder if that exists in Canada. Or if they just have, like, open clubs. I don't know. I will never understand people who, like... Okay, so we had 18-olders. And I've been to an 18-older. I could not be imagine being the older, like, 21 and going to an 18-older. Right? It's like, I want to go to an actual club with 21. Like, why would I want to go to like, a club with people who are 18 when I'm 21? Yeah. Not I'm, like I'm so much yeah. older, but it's just kind of like, I think my mentality was like, if I can drink, I'm going to like the real club. I'm not going to fucking 18 and up. Yeah. I'm also like forgetting, like you, you could go to bars. Like if you weren't 21, would they just put a black X on your hand? Or is that only at some places? In America? Yeah. I'm like totally forgetting. Uh, no, I think maybe. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen a bar like I've seen eighteen up club. I've never seen a bar where you can get in right, if you're not yeah. twenty one. Like you have that, to be twenty one. Um, might be different in some states. I know, like in Wisconsin, you can drink under twenty one if you're drinking with your parents. Same right, with like yeah, Louisiana. So like maybe that's like one mm. of those weird situations. But case I'm wondering. Point, when I was twenty one. I was not interested in being anywhere where people were. Not 21. Right. I'm also wondering at, like, at specifically, like, gay bars, if they have, like, certain nights where, like, it's, like, a kind of open, like, free space night. Maybe. For, like, I mean, the youth, you know, to just have a safe, yeah. not free, a safe space, a safe space night. Yeah, having a safe thing. space to be... I could see that. That would be really nice. I watch this, like, there's this HBO. It's, like, a deep cut. I watch it every so often. Um, Samuel L. Jackson is the narrator. <laughs> it's, okay. like, the most random thing. It's from the early 2000s, and it's, like, it's, like, it's called, like, high, Middle School Confidential. Okay. And it's, like, it had different, like, segments about, like, the, like sex, drinking, and drugs, like, um truancy was like one it was sounds weird. like a degrassi anyway, like, talks episode it's it was very much that but samuel L. jackson is like talk okay. is the narrator it was really like like interesting <laughs> choice i mean he's a parent i guess i don't know um but there's okay actually like, i'm gonna send you the links to it i think okay. you would love it because it's like it's so up our alley yes um the sex one is very disturbing because everyone is like they're like 13 and like 12 and i'm like no. why, are you, why are you talking about like sucking dick at 12 anyway um this like you have braces um so <laughs> there's one segment about like being gay and mm. there was this like um i bring this up because i it was kind of like a, like a teen gay like a gay teen club but it was like it was more like a like a lounge place. It wasn't like a nightclub, but they had like special party nights that were kind of cute. And it was I liked watching that episode. Okay. It was like, oh, like look at all these like very young, like queer people, like, you know, just like at this like fun little party. Yeah. And it was like it was cute. It was just like this yeah, little yeah. dance just for them. And they're like thirteen. And it was just like Aww. it was like the sweetest thing I've seen. But um all to say it's like yeah maybe they do have that because it yeah. was something they kind of had and it was kind of like they made it to kind of like a nightclub kind of feel for them so they could like you know 
get those the gay the gay club training wheels on you know exactly um, so <laughs> um liberty is helping derek and danny study for history again but derek he's like can i ask you a personal question and she's like sure and he's like it's about your baby <laughs> Derek. I'm like, Derek, there's no way you're close enough to be asking this question. <laughs> you know what this is giving? It's also it's also giving, like, when, like, the one, like, your, like, white friend that you invite over to your house, and then they're, like, they feel comfortable enough to, like, ask some weird-ass question. Because they're, like, okay, like, I'm in a yes. safe space now. <laughs> Derek's like, can I ask you a Hey, so do you, like, wash your hair, like, ever? It's like, Yes. <laughs> fucking holiday yes <laughs> like god <sighs> yeah we love we love the over personal like she's my black friend but i'm like you are my white acquaintance like we, <laughs> yeah if this was the sims you're my white just met like we, <laughs> we are not that close yeah you. bring that relationship bar up just a little bit for you asking any of those questions yeah um but he wants to know if she ever considered keeping the baby. Um, like, was it hard for her to let him go? And she starts to get really, like, triggered by this, which, understandable, mm-hmm. it's a very personal mm-hmm. question. Um, Liberty's in a very vulnerable place. But we find out that Derek was also adopted. And, you know, clearly he's kind of, like, developed this closeness to Liberty because he, like, kind of sees her as, like, you know, someone who, like, maybe was like his mom and, like, and wanted to know, you know, maybe what it was, it was hard for her to do to him what, what she ended up doing for her baby. Not to him, but doing for him, rather. Sorry. You know what it reminded um, me of? Mm-hmm. Remember in junior high when Spike is pregnant and then Wheels asks her, like, so what are you going to do? Are you going to keep it? Or no, she she decides to ask him. <laughs> yes. She decides to ask like, the hey, one adopted kid at school. <laughs> hey, Wheels, you're adopted. Help me out with this one. Help me, help me noodle on this. Yeah. Should I give up my baby like your parents did? Or should I? We also like I am also a child, <laughs> so like God. I don't know if I'm equipped to help you with this. Maybe you should go to an adult. <laughs> oh I love when kids are like really self aware that they're like children. <laughs> yeah. You ever watch like TikToks or something where like so? It's like that was that one like um, I have I have very I feel very ambivalent about children on the internet, but that mm-hmm. one like prank where people like oh we have to go beat up this this woman and her she has a, do- a kid so you have to go help me beat them up oh and then the God. kid like there's one with the kid he's like i'm seven like he's, he's like i'm seven like I'm literally a oh my god i and wish something that always kills me when kids are just like i'm only five <laughs> oh god i mean because right like i feel like i mean that probably happened when we were younger as well but i feel like this the like the internet generation of like kids that are being like on they're being shown on the internet by their parents i feel like they're from a different generation because their parents are also very much like yeah advocate for yourself like stand up for yourself if you don't want to do that you don't have to do that because we were all the kids that were be that were being forced to hug people that we didn't hug and like yeah we were raised by boomers (laughs) yeah so the kids are just like like, i'm seven What do you mean? I don't want to do that. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's so funny because it just shows, it's like a glimpse of like really like like astute self awareness for someone so young to be like, I am, and like an understanding of like age and like relativity of like 
I am the young one. You are older. You have the skills to do something that I simply do not have because I am a child. Like it's just very, it's very funny to me when a little kid is just like, but, yeah, but I'm six. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's so cute. It's adorable. <laughs> I love it. I'm just a little kid. Um, so um, I think it's also funny because I I feel like I want to say that. Sometimes I'm just like I'm bad, but I'm but I'm just a girl. Like I just say that sometimes. Like I'm I am but a, a girl. Like it's very aspirational. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm small and dainty. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're at the club, at the club, and the club. Marco and Tim are talking about the Oscars. Like um, Tim was, Tim is a movie gay. He's like very mm-hmm. like I know every Oscar winner. From I live for the Oscars. He's like, I live for the Oscars. I'm like, of course you do, Tim. With that hat? Yeah, you do. Okay, Ty just know you. (laughs) (laughs) We know. Um, Tim definitely is – Tim is – Tim definitely has, like, an Oscars watch party. With theme snacks and theme drinks. Yeah, like, he really goes for it. And I I love people like that. I love people who have, like – their little niche obsession and they love yes. and they share it with you. It's exciting. He's like, come to my Oscar party. You have to like dress up. Yeah. And it's like, it's very intense, but it's fun. Uh-huh. But like, it's fun, but also kind of scary because everyone's really intense about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, I'm having a great time, but I'm also terrified. Um, very much so fun. he's, he's quizzing Marco on his Oscars trivia. Um, but Marco is distracted because Dylan is looking good. Dylan's like, you know, doing his little dance. <laughs> You know, there's some cute with his golden blonde hair. <laughs> there's, let's see, we've talked about before, like the front band, like the front band man, like effect that like Craig has when, when someone's on stage, like holding a guitar, singing into a mic, like it has an effect on people. And I feel like there's yes, also an effect definitely. of like, even if you're not even drinking, right? Like when you see someone on the dance floor, like in, like in the lights, like doing their thing the beats are beaten and like there's an effect that it has on you and you're like well i guess there goes all my inhibitions like i guess this is oh yeah this is where i'm going tonight yeah yes it's very true it's very some people just have that like um jenny say um <laughs> that like they just um they exist. Yeah. And they're just like, they and, have a pull. And Dylan is giving that. He's like, because like, he he's knows. Just, he knows it. Dylan knows. Dylan's like, listen, I'm ruining, <laughs> Dylan, I'm ruining lives. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan came into this episode being like, I'm about to fuck some shit up. Like, y'all ain't ready. Y'all haven't heard my name in months, but I'm about to stir some shit. Like, get fucking ready. Okay. Yes, Dylan is back in town. Dylan is the Serena Vanderwoodson. She's back. The bitch is back, and it's like every, it's all anyone's talking about. Yes, it's like um, you know what it is. You know when um on Moesha when Q when come back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, there goes Moesha's aspirations. I'm like, well, <laughs> Moesha's plans, all of her dreams, out the window because we all knew bald headed fuck shows up. <laughs> This wanna fake me out, wanna be Tupac looking motherfucker shows up. <laughs> now, Listen, they bonded right. over poetry. Now she's going on tour. <laughs> she's going on tour, not going to college. Like. Oh, God. 
God forbid. I, I fear. Um, I know it be, it's like a, a trope to be like, I don't have a daughter. And I do want to have a daughter. But God forbid it's just like some like some fuck just comes in her life and just like, oh, my God. Like, Let's see. And it's, it, you have to know as a parent because you see the, the person too. And you're like, well, yeah, he's gorgeous. I know. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But mm-hmm. like you can't do this. But you have to like, let her go because she's going to yeah. do it. You don't want a cue. You don't want a Craig coming into someone's life. You don't want, let's see, um, a, well, I'm trying to think of someone from One Tree Hill. I mean, either one of the the brothers, Chad, Chad, Chad Michael Murray's character. Like, you don't want a Jesse from Gilmore Girls showing up. Oh, up. no. Just like, oh, you do no. not want a Jesse. Like, oh, okay. no. There goes, like, my, my beautiful, smart, intelligent daughter. It's just, mm. like, she's just going to do some dumb Listen, shit. Listen, Miss Lorelai like was, like, dumb shit. <laughs> to her daughter being, like, Listen, I know Jesse. Like, I, I if Jesse was of age, I would probably fuck him, too. But, like, we have a plan, okay? Yeah. You have a plan. Yeah. We have to stay the course. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Mm-mm. And Dylan, Dylan is that. Dylan is doing mm-hmm. that to Marco. It's just like, well, actually, no. I think Dylan has good intentions this time around. But um, he's, but he's very much like he he's coming into this episode with that bad boy energy of oh, like, yeah. he's very he's, aware. He's, he's already sized up Tim too at the dot. He's like, okay. He's like, he's, okay. Mm-hmm. No I, nah, nah, I got this shit. No competition. Because <laughs> Dylan is talking with confidence. Do you see how broad my shoulders are? Do you see? He he just put the perfect amount of mousse in his hair that day. Just a touch. He's just wearing just a blue like, t-shirt, a blue shirt. He's not doing anything crazy. He's like, I just have a yeah. blue shirt and some jeans. And just Tim's like, got a, a sweater. He's got a hat. He's got a lot. He's got accessories. I don't need that. I just need one shirt, one little shirt. It's fitted. It's fitted just perfectly. Where like it it, it you can see the grooves of my abs through it. Mm-hmm. You can see them, but not too much. Not too slutty. Yeah, just in the just right lighting. Taste. Yeah, just a little taste. You know. Like when you pass by me to go get a drink at the bar, you might put your hand on the small of my back to like move. Oh. Me. You just want to see how I feel. Oh. You want to just want to feel the line in my back. Yeah. <laughs> like I know what yeah, I'm doing. Literally, <laughs> literally. Like, I know what I'm fucking doing. All right, <laughs> I'm a pro. <laughs> Paige is like, Dylan, are you sure? I don't, I just don't want you to hurt uh, Marco again. Like Marco seeing Tim. I don't know. I don't really know if you know like what's going on. Like what you're walking into. Dylan's like, hun. <laughs> He gives the hun back to, back to Paige and is like, "Hun, I got this. Okay, don't worry about me. Like, okay, honey, watch, watch me work. Watch me work. Okay, <laughs> don't worry about me." Um. So, <laughs> um. Yeah. So he sees him and Marco excuses himself and he's like, "What are you doing here?" It's like Marco, you are so pressed right now. Marco, Dylan is allowed to be at a gay club. <laughs> You are showing your hands, honey. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you really cross the dance floor to be like, "Why are you here?" It's like it's Toronto. I live yeah. here, and I'm also it's, gay. Like, yeah, it's Tuesday night. This is obviously where I'm going to be. You should know that. Yeah, like you relax. Why are you here, Margo? Like, Don't you have actually, an exam tomorrow? Don't you have an exam tomorrow? <laughs> My term's over. Exactly. It's summertime. It's hot girl summer, bitch. Um. Dylan is like, but Dylan lets on that he knows, he knew that Marco would be there and he misses Marco um, and he made a huge mistake and he wants them to get back together. And Marco freaks out because understandably too, because like you cheated on me, bro, my fucking heart. You want to come back looking all delicious. And I'm I like, know. I want you. Like what the fuck? 
So Marco insists that Tim is his boyfriend. Every time he says Tim's name, he just like appears like Tim, like also just like uh, poor Tim. Tim. Uh, and he's like, he's like, oh, do you want a drink? And I'm like, Mom, Tim, get out of here, get out of there, save yourself. <laughs> We're Tim's friends to so be like, but Tim's new, so he's like, he doesn't have any friends really, probably. All his friends are Marco's friends. Oh no, Tim's life, and they're all graduating. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tim, that's rough. <laughs> That is rough. Tim might go back in the closet after this, honestly. I think this is so traumatic. He's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Listen. I mean. Like, I can't. I just can't deal with this right now. <laughs> I don't blame him. For his safety. Uh, yeah, because this is. People ain't right. shit. Right. Like, Marco ain't shit. So, um, but then they're, when they're staying together, I'm like, they'd be a cute throuple, actually. <laughs> I know. I was like. I was like <laughs> Maybe we can make this work. A little possible. <laughs> <laughs> and I was then I was like, oh right, it's 2006. Like we're not doing that yet. <laughs> He's like, hey, actually, like, does it have to end this way, Tim? Maybe. <laughs> like, Listen, you could find you could find you could like kind of like fit yourself in there. Um, yeah. But Marco kisses Tim in front of Dylan, and Tim is like, looks so happy, but pisses Dylan off. And he like runs away, and I'm just like, Tim, <laughs> Tim, uh, it's Tim, you're in danger, girl. You in danger. <laughs> Bless his little heart. Oh, man. Um, Marco and Ellie talk about Jane Eyre on the way back to school. And Tim is apparently Jane Eyre and Dylan is crazy Bertha in the attic. <laughs> like, okay. I never read Jane Eyre, but I saw the neither. movie. I've done neither. Um, maybe I should watch that. Lie, is that. Is that a spooky movie? So, like, it's like a gothic, like, kind of like british book and then movie and then like six thousand movies but okay. it's like it's frames a spoiler i'm gonna spoil jane Eyre for you because it's okay. literally 200 years old okay um she, jane Eyre is like the governess in this like big manor and like rochester is hot and she's like you know all like uh, what is she, she's like an orphan it's like a whole thing she's like really like pale and sad but then like they always hear like like scary sounds coming from the attic so like when i first watched i was like oh this is a ghost story and yeah. it turns out it's the fucking dude's wife like she's just like she i guess she goes crazy or some shit and she's like in the attic the whole time I'm like what the fuck but she still ends up with rochester i'm like girl he's toxic like what? like you gotta be in the attic next you gotta be in the attic next bitch like she's quote fuck? unquote crazy or was she just too independent with her own mind think right. about it jane no Come she on. was kind of she actually was crazy though she was, she was like up there. Like, I sweet. bet you she didn't start that way in the marriage. That's all I'm saying. That's true. That's true. I might be getting the plot wrong, though. Someone is like a fucking um, literati and like, I'm actually, and like, don't tell me. Let me believe this is what happens in January. Um, <laughs> Dylan gets a text, and it's very funny because it's like early texting. So she's like, you're going to turn to Android with that thing. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, we all will. <laughs> Ellie is definitely oh, that girl. <laughs> She's she like refuses to get a cell phone. She's that girl. Yeah, she doesn't get deep. She's on DVDs. She saw his VHS. Oh my gosh! I remember having a uh, a teacher in middle school. I like couldn't tell you his name, but I remember he was like a like a youngerish white dude who taught social studies, and I remember he like proclaimed to the class that he like doesn't have a cell phone and he like doesn't really he likes having that. Like, he's like, if people need to get in touch with me, they can call me on my landline and I can get back to them when I when I have time. 
And I was like, wow, that's like really cool of you. And then I remember like two years later, I'm like, I wonder if he has a cell phone by now. <laughs> like, he probably gave in eventually. You can only hold out for so long. Especially now, yeah. like everyone has a cell phone. Like even like even like homeless people have cell phones. Everyone has like you, one. Like you just, literally need to have one to survive. Yeah. You need one to survive. Everyone has one. Like small children. My sister is getting my nephew an iPad for Christmas. And I used to think that was crazy, but there's like so many educational games. Oh, like right. Games yeah, on his, yeah not for him to like, he's only like seven months. Yeah. But you could touch, he, but like, it's helpful for, yeah, motor stuff. Yeah. Like motor and like stuff like that. And I mean, she like is like a psych nurse and works with kids. So I think she, yeah. she's like, it's probably going to be fine. But like, it's just like, whoa, he's an android. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my nephew, an android, the android. Um, so. Marco shows up at Dylan's house. Mind you, he gets an email from Dylan saying he wants to talk. And Marco goes to his house to be like, do not email me. And Dylan's like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, he's like, you, so you came all the way to my house to tell me not to email you. And he laughs in his face like, we're so not over, not even close. (laughs) Oh, these two. Okay, I just had the realization that these are two of the messiest people ever. Okay, let's, let's backtrack. They. Yes. They were like a kind of like forbidden love in high school. And then they got together and it was really cute. But then when Dylan went away to college, homeboys making out with somebody on his bed. And then, you know, is trying to introduce an open relationship after the fact, which is never a good thing. And then mm-hmm. Marco, I should have known Marco. This is what Marco does. He, he does messy shit to make Dylan jealous. He made it when in doubt, kiss Craig. Like, and then now they had a breakup and, but now, you know, they're having this back and forth of like, oh, I'm over you. I don't want you. Like, but why are we at, why are you at the club? Like, and then (laughs) Dylan's just like, (laughs) Dylan checks it. He's like, oh, we're so not over. It's like, you guys love this messiness. Like you're for it. This is what you, they're living. They're both living. Um, also, I thought it was like so charming. Like when he does a little <sighs> laugh and he's like, "We're so not over, not even close." I'm just like, that would have killed me. I, I, I think I would have probably gone upstairs with him at that point. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever, just Fun walk upstairs. Exam. I feel like also this is me watching this as a teenager. I've been like, oh my gosh, oh, like they're not over. <laughs> Not realizing as an adult, like that's that's the sign of like the most toxic, like messy relationship you're ever gonna have. Yeah, it's probably toxic, <laughs> but it's like probably the hottest relationship you'll ever have. Too. Oh, like the chemistry <laughs> is on fire. Yeah, on their fire. chemistry is so good. The two of them. Yeah, I'm just like oh god, obsessed. Um, but Dylan reveals that he came home for the summer because of Marco, and that he still loves him. And I wrote kiss. But mm-hmm. Marco tells him to leave him alone. He leaves. Um, oh, God. They are these two. These two. Um, during Liberty's science exam, Liberty just fully just doesn't fill any answers. She's, like, just totally, like, checked out at this point. Um, Tim surprises Marco with – I thought it was Tiffany's. I was like, was that a blue box? But it's not. It's a four-leaf It was clover. a blue box <laughs> with a with yeah, white bow like, with a four-leaf clover. Tiffany's <laughs> blue, but it's not. It's just a four-leaf clover. But I guess that's cute, too. He's like, good luck. I love you. He doesn't say I love you, but he's like, good luck. Um, it's very sweet. And Mark, Tim is really just, like, giving it his all at this point. Um, Marco contemplates over the four-leaf clover during the exam. Um, 
exams are finally over and the seniors are moving on. Ellie is exhausted. Um, Paige invites Marco for Ryan Reynolds movie night. Um, I wrote, I actually don't like movie nights because I like to talk to myself when I watch movies. Um, yeah. And that is true. I'm the same way. I, I, I like watching movies and talk to myself about it. And I like to pause the movie when I want to say something, but like if anyone else wants to pause the movie to have a little moment or not pause the movie and just talk over the movie when I'm wanting to listen, I'm not for it. No, I do that. I pause the movie to talk to it. Like and and like Exactly. For for me, movies are like kind of a personal experience. Exactly. It's almost like how I feel about weed. Like I don't I seldom I don't really smoke weed with people. I do it by my I it's like oh it's not my alone time. Like for mm-hmm. me, weed is not a social drug, it's an alone time drug. Right. Um whereas like drinking I'll do with people. I don't really so much do it by myself. Yeah. You know? And that's yeah. how I feel about movies. Movies are my weed. It's like, this is just for me. This is alone. It's my yeah. personal time. I'm very much like, um, like with my, with my partner, he's like, I'm like, listen, if you want to watch it, like I'll have the remote. Like if you want to say something, you could tap me on the shoulder and I'll pause it. But if I don't want to pause it, we're going to keep going and you can save it for, for another time. <laughs> Cause he's the worst with like, I can't watch movies. It's either we've got to both be in the mood to like, like we both have to be on the same energy with watching something. But if I'm too invested and he wants to talk about it, I'm like, oh, shut up. Like I need to watch it. Or if like, like I want to be in control of watching it. You know, my, my sister asks too many questions. Mm hmm. That and I'm was... just like, just watch the movie. Like, all of this will be revealed. Like, why are you asking me questions? I didn't make the movie. I'm, I'm watching this for the first time, too. That's what happened <laughs> when I tried to get him to watch Degrassi. He was invested, but I was like, you've got to catch up. Like, you're going to have to invest some time and, like, like backlog. Listen to the backlog. Watch the, watch the show. If you're really dedicated, listen to the podcast. But, like, I can't be here explaining everything to you. you got to catch up to where I'm at now. Okay. This is a business. <laughs> Just kidding. So in the next scene, Liberty tells her parents that she bombed the exam. Um, they clearly do not understand that Liberty is forever changed by this experience of giving up her baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I wouldn't really expect Liberty little... to be performing at 100% at this moment. Um Danny is like relishing the fact that Liberty has been the bad seed, but he's like, I have a bad rep to uphold. So he whips out a porn DVD to watch alone with Derek. Um, I guess we're just having another Yick and Arthur moment. Degrassi's favorite pastime. We've we've had Dan. I mean, they love to do this, right? We had Yick and Arthur. We had Toby and JT. And I feel like Derek (gasps) and Danny are the new underdog nerdy bunch. Yeah, like I think they always have a kind of like a goofy, like nerdy duo. Um, yeah. They both have the same haircut. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're just, they're just kind of ridiculous. Um, Liberty, Liberty decides to go full throttle and takes a shot of whiskey to Einstein because she is still a nerd at heart. Um, she's you know like, Dad doesn't know who I am anymore, so let's mess with his mind. Oh, she. <laughs> She's looking in the mirror, like behind the bar while she's doing this. And it reminded me of Corey Matthews and his alcoholic episode. (laughs) 
Um, we have to dro- we have to drop that as a bonus because we did record that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> But it was giving that energy so hard. I'm like, I've let everyone down. I have nothing left to live for except for this drink that I'm going to give up after this episode. I'm almost <laughs> certain he says the same thing she said. Because she says, dad doesn't know who I am anymore. So let's mess with his mind. And he's like, she does, oh, she, Topanga doesn't know who I am? I don't know who I am. And he like drinks <laughs> it. I've never drank in the mirror. I definitely have been drunk in the mirror. But I've never like, yeah. here's, here's to us. <laughs> you're so right that's such a classic like i'm i'm having it i have a temporary drinking problem moment like that's always it (laughs) i'm drinking with myself but i've definitely been drunk in the mirror in the bathroom oh yeah because that's when you notice it's it's always when you sit sexy bitch (laughs) when you sit on the toilet and then you're like oh shit i'm drunk and then when you stand up and you're like "Mm, yeah yeah, uh, uh. Like you look good. Like you're just like, like mm-hmm. feeling yourself, <laughs> like, like, like wiping yourself down. Like, uh, uh, uh. Yes. Yeah, I really like, yeah, wipe, wipe me down. <laughs> literally. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never shoulder. had a. <laughs> I've never had a depressing drink in the mirror. I'm always like hyping myself up, being like, "You could, you could stay out for five more hours. Let's go." Like, yeah, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should just do like a. To us. Also, why am I in the bathroom drinking? Like, that's the other thing. Like, what the I, I've never had that moment. Yeah, I need a. No. I need a, a behind the bar mirror like um like Liberty had because otherwise I'm just gonna be like nah. I have too much fun when I'm drinking. True. To like be that sad, I feel like. Yeah, I haven't had like a sad. Dr- no, that's a lie. I have. I was gonna say like in a long time. Like no, you literally did. Like recently, <laughs> I'm like okay, okay, brain. <laughs> yeah, Call I me don't. Out, I, I, bitch, <laughs> you bitch. I guess. I guess I wouldn't like. I probably just if I looked at myself in the mirror when I was sad and drinking, I probably just start crying. I wouldn't like take another swig. Probably. Yeah, I definitely have cried in the mirror. Oh yeah, who hasn't? I have to see myself. One thing I haven't done is take a picture of myself crying. That's one. That's a, a bridge too far. People do that now, apparently, and they post it. And I'm like, no, I oh. have still some inkling of shame. Um, and I will never take a photo of myself crying to post the internet and say, look at me. Okay. Like, what the fuck? Are you fucking that's kidding me? Terrifying. That I know. A I know a lot of people who've done that. And I, I tweeted it once. I was like, so why do people do that? And I deleted it because I think I was hurting people's feelings. They'd be like, that's weird. Like, why are you crying? And then why are you crying, taking a picture of it, and then sending it and putting it on that line? Like, there is there is a level of, like, you know, we're openly vulnerable now. Like, it's cool to be vulnerable. I will never be okay with crying in front of people. Ever. Like, ever. I think no, that's ingrained in me. I'm 30 years old. It's in me. I'm not changing. It, it's okay for you. If you want that, but for me, I I am mostly a when I have cried in public, I am deeply embarrassed afterwards. I'm crying because I'm crying. Like that's yes. mostly what I'm crying about. And then God forbid I'm crying and someone asks me, Are you okay? I will mm-hmm. throw myself into the street. Do not acknowledge <laughs> me. Oh, and then and then if it's a person that's like cares about you truly, like I like, will cry more. You, Oh my god! Have you okay? <laughs> Sorry, this is like a <laughs> tangent. Okay, have you ever um, 
because I, I can only, I can literally count the amount of times I've cried in front of people, like, that I remember, like, on my, on, like, on, like, two hands. And I remember one time, like, I had to call my parents after, like, something, something had happened when I was at school, and I had to call my parents, and I, like, called them, and they picked up the phone, and I didn't say anything right away, and they're like, Lauren? And I, like, made a noise. Like, I wasn't crying yet, but I, like, was, I was too afraid to speak yet because I was, like, I knew I was going to start crying. And they they just said, it's okay, Lauren. And I (laughs) was done. I was done. Done. Yeah. I'm, like, crying thinking about it right now. I'm crying thinking about it. I'm just like, like. Like when someone when someone looks at you and say like are you okay or they like see that you're like really like going through something and they're just like it's okay and they like pull you in for a hug or they just say something to you oh the waterworks are coming like that's yeah. the hardest of all it's so it just stabs you in the heart but it's also very yeah. comforting but also I will cry I will ugly cry oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. and I won't be able to speak for approximately an hour just because I'm sobbing like no yeah I'm <laughs> when I cry I cry hard like I'm like racking yeah, so I'm speak. like I start to cough I'm very like <laughs> like retching cry like, I cry, like, <laughs> cry yeah. yes and I think that's why it's so embarrassing because I know like <laughs> God, it's gonna be I do the most, I'm not just like gonna have like, a tear I'm gonna be like literally like about to throw up like <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, my nephew cries like He's also like a baby, but he cries. When he cries, he cries. So it's so pitiful because like he has very big Aww. eyes, so like his eyes Aww. just well up with tears, and he does like a full like. <laughs> I'm like, only oh. seven months. <laughs> That's what he's saying. He's like I'm seven months. I'm a baby. I'm only seven months. Oh, <laughs> and it's very God. sweet. Since I want to cry, I'm just like oh. He's literally just crying because he's tired, and I'm just like. <laughs> I'm like me, me too. too. <laughs> I'm tired. So, uh, yeah, so at Paige's house, Dylan is over playing poker with his friends. And Dylan, <laughs> this is Grant. Dylan's like, hey, want to see my tattoo? He takes his shirt off. I'm like, okay, Dylan, like, <laughs> you were playing it subtle at the club. This is a bit on the nose. Like, put your fucking shirt on. But he looks good. He looks good. Also, my tattoo. I was like, I was like, is this about to be some like, it was like a dragon tattoo, which I feel like. It was a bad was, tattoo. It's the tribal tattoo of the, of the mid-aughts. Yeah, it's an ugly ass tattoo, and his like his friend is black, but he's like, oh, sick dude. I'm like, he would not say that. He also would have been like, what the fuck? Like Dylan, like, what are you doing? And like not Dylan even like actually... a no homo, not even in a no homo way, just more like a like, what are you like? You doing a lot right now? Like you doing too much? Chill. Literally You're just not cool right now. Literally, like I feel like Dylan just hired hired an actor to say that because i'm just like that's no remember that white girl showed us her vagina when she was like i don't know why i said vagina her vagina when she was at the club while we were standing outside of a club and she gave me my tattoo and it was like her like full pussy which is like out listen listen. i like there's like just some things where i'm just like wow i wonder what she's doing or, like, i you feel ever like just we told mem- this story before but like listener like the tattoo that comes on mm-hmm. her like, th- like on her hip or something and she forgot it was on her was bikini wearing- line yeah i think she i don't know she forgot she didn't have panties on and she's like want to see it and she's like literally took her pussy out and we were just like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it was maybe 10 30 at night like it was, it was so early it was we're in so line to get in early. it was like every no you should be dead she was like fucked up 
Uh, yeah, I think they did let her her group in because she was too drunk. But I was just like, wow. There's yeah, like moments. She was, she was with her one girlfriend and her friend had her boyfriend. And the boy was pissed. You know, he had to deal with her at drunk ass all night. And he was <sighs> mad. I think he had paid. Like, I think he had kind of like paid, yeah. like, let us in. And then yeah. they were like, he, she can't come in. They kept the money. So she yeah. he like lost his money. He was pissed. There's, okay. I'm going to ask the question. Have you ever had any kind of drunken interaction with someone like that that wasn't a white woman? Never. It is exclusively white women. Like, I, like, listener, I'm not racist, but I don't know what it is when white people drink. You guys, you guys are different. Like, (laughs) I've never had a thing, like, black women absolutely not, would not just show her whole vagina to me. Like, no. Um, Hispanic girls, never. Latinas, never. Indigenous women, never. Asian women never have done this. Like I've, oh. it's only white women yeah. will like maybe an occasional biracial. No offense, Lauren, but I think it's the white side kind of jumps out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like your mom, like you're not just light skin. Your mom's white. Like, <laughs> it's science. I'm sure it's just, it's just like a science thing. It's like a genetic thing. I, I can't explain it. Don't ask me to. Like I, I, I it was on the magic school bus. So I can't explain it to you right now. But I just know it's real. But. It's never they need to have any, a grown it's up only white girl. I don't know why. It's it's very weird because I <laughs> I literally was thinking I was like it's the other night it was like um like a friend's birthday and like you know anytime it's a friend's birthday you're like kind of like meeting a lot of people you don't usually know and so this one girl like came up to this tape we were sitting at like a high top table she came over and I was like. It's been so long. It's been a while since, like, someone, like, a stranger came up drunk and was just, like, inserting themselves in a conversation or being, like, I need to talk about myself. We're also older now, too. It's something I've experienced more when I was in my early 20s. Much younger, yeah. You are too old to be doing, like, you need to calm your pipe down. (laughs) Pipe down. (laughs) And she, she, literally, she was, like, uh, she was, like, oh, trying to show us something like she she was trying to show us like a personal not like a naked photo but it was like a personal photo on her phone and i'm just like i don't know you i don't know your name it was a lot and i'm just like this had a flashback i'm like this only happens with white women and you know it's 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 also like tangent again listener but guess what you're here for Mm -hmm. um it's also like i don't know listener if you are a white woman does this do do this to other white white women? I almost feel like, and maybe because I'm I'm only been black my whole life, so I don't know what it's like to be a white woman. But it almost feels like they feel too comfortable with me. Um, yeah. And it's like, um, so when we're in Austin for my bachelorette, this happened, and I was with uh, Marley and my sister, and we were standing like we're at this. It was cool. It was like this rooftop thing. They had like live music. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's still COVID. I'm still, you know, I still go out. Like, I, I go out monkey maskless. Monkeypox is out here. Shame on me. Well, monkeypox is pretty much curbs. Like, it turns out when you uh, actively, like, vaccinate, vaccinate people, people were very serious about it. Like, it's actually like, yeah, you're, you're, we're good. That's good. But, yeah, you know, crazy when public health and people are serious and, like, you know, do the right thing. What do you anyway. Know? I don't know. Um, but so we were just, like, standing. And, like, but because it's still COVID, I'm mindful of personal space. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not just like in your face because I don't know you. I think it's like really rude. So we're just like standing and these girls come up. And it's this thing that's happened to me before. Drunk white women come over and I get like too friendly. And I think they're like excited to see black women. 
but then they want to like be your friend a little bit too much. And I, I really, I really bristle when people are over familiar with me, like any race, like Mm -hmm. I do not know you. Why are you being like, so like, like we're not buddies. Like you want to talk, we can talk, but like to be like, you're touching me. Like you're trying, like you're trying too hard to be like, yeah, like, 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 yeah, let's like hang out. And it's like, I don't know what's going on. And I don't know if, because like, it also is they're playing like rock music and country. I don't know if they just were like, Oh, we have to make them feel welcome. But it's like, bitch, I know the songs. I'm he- I chose to be here. I don't need you. I, I, feel yeah. like almost, I think it was a case of like, I feel like with some white people, white women in particular, I think that like when they get drunk because their inhibitions are gone, I think that they, they are trying too hard to like overcompensate. And yeah. like they're not racist to a point where it actually feels like racist. Not, it doesn't feel yeah. racist, it uncomfortable because it's like you're trying too hard to prove like, I like that you're here, but it's like, I don't yeah. care though. Like, just yeah. don't bother me. I don't. You know, I don't. You know, I don't need to be in a to feel comfortable in a space. I don't need you all to be my friend. I just need you to leave me the fuck alone and let me like just yeah. be. And it's like yeah. a lot of like, oh my yeah, god, it, like you ah, oh, let's dance. Like, I don't want to dance with you. <laughs> well, me and my friends have the name for the girl. It's we call them the woo woo girls. Um, yes. They're they're those because it's it's not every white woman at the bar. It's the woo woo no. white women girls at the bar. It's very specific. That yeah. They they come up to the to, to the woman of color. They're like, "Ooh, you look so spicy!" Like like they snap in your face. They're they they're, love they're to go to of, do a lot of girl. I'm like girl. Oh, girl. Like We're not like I love Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh my god, I love your me. hair. <laughs> And but they also like will they they have they will have their events at a gay bar, like they yeah. will show up at the at the not not a not a drag brunch, not a not a not a strip show like a gay bar thinking that it's for them. Yes, like that's the woo woo girl energy. Yeah, it's a very specific like. person. It's like there's an overlap. It's not all white, yes. women, but like yes. yeah, that's the same one who shows you their pussy outside. Exactly. <laughs> That you didn't exactly. Um, yeah, traumatized. Anyway, uh, so uh, okay, so yeah, so takes his shirt off. <laughs> That's how we got there. Um, He's a woo woo girl. Yeah, he is. Tim is like Marco. Do you want to go downstairs, Marco? Because Tim is. Fr- he's like yo. I. He's like I can't. Like what? Like I can't compete. I can't he compete like plays that. hockey. Like look at him. Like come on. Like I watch yeah. the Oscars all day. Like <laughs> I watch also, movies all day. I'm not, I don't go outside. If Dylan gave me any interest, I would leave him for I would leave Marco for him for a second. Like I get it. Yeah, Dylan, if the, if like, the Tim, roles Tim were like, I get it. Like I would dump Marco in a heartbeat. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Dylan invites him to play poker. Marco's like, no, I don't want to go. And he literally just calls him a chicken. Mm-hmm. And like that works on Marco. I'm like Marco, come on, stand up. <laughs> like, stand up, King. Come stand on, stand up, Marco. What are you doing? Um, but like Marco's like, okay, sure. Like, we're going to do it. Um, Liberty is terrible drunk acting. She's, like, drunkenly so toasting. Bad. But shit was funny. She's like, and here's to wearing overalls until grade nine. Girl. <laughs> I love us. We saw though. you. I'm like, we did see you. I'm like, you did do we that. We saw you. I she wish didn't that wear they would... she was pregnant. She should have. Perfect time to wear I know. I wish that they would, like, poke more fun at, like, like people's actual past storylines. Like, why don't they bring up like half of Liberty's embarrassing shit? 
Like Liberty, remember that time you were Napoleon for <laughs> for indoor hockey? Like, let's talk about it. Yeah, remember that time you had like a Machiavellian crisis? Like, I yeah, I would have loved that. Like, just mentioning like, yeah, here's to crushing on a boy who was mean to me for years and then getting pregnant by him later. Like, that's that's a clean Damn. shit though. Honestly, Toby, that's a missed opportunity for you. Like, you've seen it all. Like, you could come in with the heavy hitters. Come on. I know. Um, so Derek tries to take the bottle away from Liberty, but then, like, they're kind of grappling over it, and she ends up breaking the mirror. Um, and she, like, beats herself up over it. Her baby's gone. She feels like she abandoned him. Um, Derek sits with her and tells her how his mother gave him up because she couldn't take care of him, and that, like, you know, he never met his mother, but he knows that she made the right decision, and that he loved, she loved him. And he knows this because she left him, like, a treasure chest with, like, a letter, which I thought was very sweet, and, like, yeah, oh, that's, like, really lovely. Um, Marco plays poker with Dylan. Tim is over there organizing the chips, and I'm like, same. Um, bets on the table, and now they have this like metaphor thing, and it's like <laughs> Dylan gives me he's, he's all in, and then like Marco, and it's like Tim was like, you should fold, but then like Dylan's like, no, he's like too scared, and then Marco's like, yeah, I'm gonna be reckless because some people like to hurt people. It's like this whole like thing. They're just messy. <laughs> They're just messy as fuck. So um, messy. And then Dylan gets all fucked up, fucked up mad and, like, knocks all the chips over. And Marco's like, how can you hurt me? He's like, <laughs> oh, so God. Intense. And Tim's just sitting there this whole time. I'm like, Tim, Tim. Dylan, apolog- um, he's like, I apologize, but, like, I'm not going to beat myself over, oh, hit myself up over this. And I'm like, true. Like, you kind of can't. Uh, but yeah. Marco is basically stuck. He plays it too damn safe, and it's all coming. He's like, I don't care what you do. You can date Tim. You can date anybody. And then it always comes down to us. And it's like, they're so intense considering they're like 18 and 19 at the most, maybe 20. Uh-huh. I'm like, you guys are children. <laughs> <laughs> so it's intense. so funny, though. It's so intense, but also accurate, because I'm pretty sure when I was at age, I also was like, we're endgame. And it's like, literally, no, we're not. Like, what are you saying? Um <laughs> Like, I, I can't, like, rent a car. Like, why am I talking like this? Um, Tim thinks that Dylan is crazy. Like, they're walking home. And he's like, oh, my God, Dylan is so crazy. Like, like you don't need him. Like, he's just, like, a mess. Like, But Dil- Tim knows. Tim knows in his heart. He's like, oh, my God, like, I am in danger. Yeah. Like, he's going to dump me at any moment. I know. Honestly, um, Tim like, should have been smart and dumped Marco first. But he's, cool. but he's young and naive. Young and naive. I'm like, Tim, I would have dumped him. And be like, yeah. I, I'm not doing this with you and your messy ass crazy boyfriend. I'm done. And you walk away. Yeah. And you t- you take the high road. And so Tim is like, uh, but it's fine. Like, you go to college. Like, I'll come and see you. Like, you come see me. Like, he's just like really like building their whole future. And I'm like, yeah, Tim. I think we're really good together. We're like really good together. Like, you like to wear hats. Mm. I like to wear hats. <laughs> <laughs> we're fashionistas. Okay. Oh we're maxinistas. I, I wear vests. You wear vests. Like, we can really like share vests. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And Marco's like, Tim, like, you're great. Like, you'd be a great boyfriend. Like, you're not wrong, but, like, it's not going to work. Like, yeah, I still have feelings for D- Dylan. And, like, this is just, like, and it's, I mean, at least Marco's being honest, but it's, like, it sucks, you, it sucks that you let him on this whole time. Though. I wish you had been honest earlier um, yeah. before he started planning out your wardrobe, your shared wardrobe. Yeah. Um, Tim was like, you're you're only like a few inches shorter than me, so I, like we can still work. Like I can wear the same t-shirts. Like we have the same trunk mm-hmm. size, I think. So I we wear like the same size t-shirts, and we can share yeah. those. The jeans are a little bit harder, but you like to cuff your jeans, so maybe like exactly. you can still cuff That's it, no like problem. a big cuff. Like he's just going. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, no. Um, 
But Tim feels used. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you should, because you were used. Marco used you. Marco's a fuck boy yeah. right now. Marco is a Dylan. Um, he sure he says, is. He says, fine. Go back to your stupid, lying, cheating ex. Because you know what, Marco? You are perfect for him. And I'm like, ooh. <sighs> True. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. Like, I feel like they, th- this, scene, this episode is played out well mm-hmm. in the sense of like, if, if like if it it's it works out fine when the two people that are getting back together like are like kind of like you know soulmates and like meant for each other yeah but it's the worst when you like dump a Tim for like like a really douchey guy like yeah. I'm trying to think because of the reality that terrible. Is, well because the reality is that like Dylan and Marco like they still have, I mean they still love each other so it's like okay fine go for it but the reality is that like Dylan probably will do this shit again like yeah. Tim probably is like better for you, like long term. But also, why are you looking for long term? You guys are young. Like, why not? This is the if you must, if you must do the toxic, will they, won't they? Do it when you're eighteen. Exactly. Like, and maybe hopefully by the time you're like forty, you're not doing that shit anymore. I mean, it's very relatable, right? Like, <laughs> relatable since I feel like I've observed this a lot. Where it's like Dylan's at college, he like. You know, he had a lot. He was hooking up a lot. Let's see. This is his first full year, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it was his first full year. So, he had his whole, like, freshman year 50 of hookups, you know? (laughs) And (laughs) because it's Dylan. He was was good at it all. Um, Oh, yeah. And... You know, he's, it's his first summer away from college. And so he's like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to be bored. He wants to have his little summer fling. Like, I feel like maybe even if he wasn't, even if he wasn't admitting it, I think he was like, I want comfort. I'm back home. Like, Marco's going to be here. Like, it could be nice, you know, like like, I could get him back. Being slutty can be fun, but then maybe he just got tired of it soon. And it's like, you know, Marco... And also Marco's going to college now, so it's like it could and I get where Dylan was coming from. Like cheating on Marco obviously was wrong. But like yeah. I get it. Like you're in college. It's a little hard having someone you're like yes. you're dating someone who's still in high school and like, you know, there's live you're living very different lives. Like even that one year apart, it's like you're living totally different lives. Like it's hard to maintain that when the person is like has a curfew and it's living with their parents versus you like you're, you're on campus, you're going to parties, you're yeah. doing stuff. That's just very different. Um, you're a Dylan, you're like hot as fuck. It's like, <laughs> what do you, do you blame me? Um, exactly. I feel like I'm actually depriving the people, not mm-hmm. setting this this dick free. Um, exactly. Uh, Danny and Derek are grounded. Um, Liberty makes a treasure chest for, or Liberty and Derek, or Danny. I don't know. I don't know what Derek's situation is. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people involved in this treasure chest that i'm like mm, do they need to be involved i don't know yeah so why is Derek here <laughs> i gave you the idea you guys aren't like besties um mm-hmm. liberty makes a treasure chest for the baby jt shows up and he throws in a comic book um liberty wants Derek and danny to put something in there as well because she wants the baby to know that there are a lot of people that cared about him um but it's been a very nice step towards healing but she definitely should go to therapy still. Like, this is not enough. Yeah. Like, get your ass into therapy and get liberty. Like, you need it. Um, Dylan is wearing his little yellow jacket again. I, I hadn't seen this in a while. They pulled this one back. Remember he used to wear that yellow jacket all the time? This was, like, I Long sure John do. Silver. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, like, fishing yellow. jacket. Yeah. Probably like, goes out to the coast. Yeah. Definitely. He definitely is, like, a, a – he does a boat. He wears, like, boat shoes. 
Um, Dylan is wearing Della jacket again, and he shows up at Degrassi with his car. And Marco tells him that he can't hurt him again. He's like, you hurt me. If we do this, like, you can't do this shit again. But Dylan promises not to hurt him. He's grown up, and things have changed. Um, Dylan agrees that he is reckless, and that he is the exact opposite of Marco. But Marco means everything to him, so he's willing to, like, you know, sacrifice his recklessness. And they are very cute. I hate to say it, but, like, they're so cute. When they kiss... I started screaming, but I was like, damn, I hope Tim yeah. don't see. Y'all outside of the grassy <laughs> Tim, like, walk over. Just like, <laughs> Y'all just rubbing it in Tim's face. Y'all ain't shit. Tim is like, literally, like, I just came out. My dad kicked me out. I date and this guy. I gotta guy. be here for a whole nother year before I start my real life. Y'all ain't right. shit. Right. He's back with his cheating hot ex. All my friends are seniors. Like, Tim is in crisis. Tim needs to see Miss Ove. Like, <laughs> yes, it's that <laughs> he is going through it. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. That was it. Oh, that was such a cutie patootie. That was a cute episode. Yeah. <clears throat> um, song choice. Um. So speaking of naive Tim, I I chose the song "Naive" by the Kooks. Um, which I totally forgot about this song until recently. It was in a playlist. I forgot I about this like, band. Literally, so did everyone else. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> um, I feel like I chose two like forgotten band songs this week. Um, or sorry for for our <laughs> we're batch recording. So you I, let I picked... you let on that we're pre recording episodes. <laughs> Secrets out. Secrets out. Um, <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Don't be naive like the kooks or Tim. But yeah, so. But yeah, I chose that one because poor Tim. (laughs) Poor Tim. And also possibly poor Marco for being naive. But he's naive in love, so. Yeah, he's young and in love. What can he do? I'm just a girl in love. Um, So I decided to go with um, the year is 2006. This is the year when the Emancipation of Mimi came out. That album was everywhere. And I chose We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. Because I'm like, I I feel like it's so. Yes. And I feel like it's so fitting of just like, you know, when you left, I lost a part of me, honey. We belong like, together. That's how I feel like that's what Dylan was playing. He was like, like, who am I supposed to do? I, I can't I can't fucking deal. Like Marco's out of my life. I need him. We're back together. We belong together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I like that 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 music video. There's very few music videos that I can like distinctly remember watching on television. Mm-hmm. That is one of them. That one like, and the remember- Shake It Off video too. Yes. Because that they remember- put that a lot too. That one guy who was like her like young love interest in the movie that was also in Prison Break was in like all music videos at that era. Yeah, Prison Break guy. Mm-hmm. You know he's With, gay. Like, the shaved head. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah, I think so. Okay, right. I don't know why that made me th- so excited. Yeah, Wentworth Miller is gay. Oh, like I think he came name. out and it was like. Remember, he was he was, he was a big deal because he was like a heartthrob, exactly. and then he came out in two thousand seven. Good for well, him. Well, no, he came out in twenty thirteen that he was gay. Mm-hmm. Very hot, very hot guy. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, phenomenal. I mean, good for him. Happy for him. Um, so next week we are doing the season finale of season five. 
High Fidelity Parts 1 and 2. I'm going to give you the synopsis, so if you don't want a spoiler, you should leave. Um, Bye. Bye, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> in Part 1, the students prepare for Degrassi's 50th anniversary variety show with Manny in charge. Spinner makes the mistake of lying to a jealous Darcy about his sexual past with Manny, causing issues in their relationship. Paige and Alex's relationship comes to an end when Paige becomes too controlling about Alex's future after graduation. And in Part 2, in the special 100th episode... Oh! It's a 100th oh, episode. Fun. That graduation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, why is this a big deal? Like, it's also graduation, too. <laughs> yeah. Graduation has arrived for the class of 2006 when two of their former classmates return for the celebratory event. After this night with Paige, Spinner is torn after Darcy tells him that she wants to get back together. Jimmy has to repeat his senior year after missing too much school or recovering from being shot. I have a lot to say about this. And, <laughs> <Me> wonders, <too. laughs> and wonders if his feelings for Ellie are requited. Oof. I mean... This, I mean, this is a really good, like, it's a really good finale. I feel like it's, it's been a long finale. time because it, it's, it's, it has so much. It has a lot of setup. I feel like for future seasons, it's like mm-hmm. a perfect finale. I feel like so and I'm also, excited like, to talk closes, about it. Puts a button on a lot of storylines, yes. which is yes. good. And I love when a when season finale is just like leave you wanting more for next season, but like does kind of close the the gap yes. on a lot of things too. Um, so be sure to check this out next week. Um, we will hear from you, I hope, because you all mm-hmm. are lovely and we love hearing from you. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And as always, we will catch you later, broomheads. Bye, broomheads.